Welcome back, friends, to Unfiltered Goals. I can't wait for the episode that you don't start like that. People are going to be like, what's going on? Yeah, it's, we, we got to keep the consistency going here. Sure. The episode we are on is currently 19, and we are going to wrap up our season. We haven't really talked about this, but think about it as like spurts of time in which we're having the podcast. We're going to close out the season with 20 episodes. Mm-hmm. We have a special guest coming for our 20th episode and in honor of Pride Month and to have a guest and and she's a great friend, we're going to have on Parker to talk about her experience with coming out and just what she's experienced in her life growing up, before coming out, after coming out. And yeah, it should be a fun one. It'll be like our fitness episode, like very conversational but it'll be a good time. We hope you stick around for that episode. Comes out after this week. Yep. So we got two more episodes, the one that we are currently on, and then the one we'll do next week with Parker. And then we're going to take a little bit of a hiatus, enjoy the first little bit of being newlyweds and go on our honeymoon and all the things. And then, yeah, we'll see where life takes us then. We'll come back to it for season two. <laughs> so... Let's do a little bit of an, a life update. We are five days away from the wedding. Ooh, man, that's crazy. My God, finally. No, so I think that we are just at this point, just like tying up some loose ends, finishing some last minute things. Because yeah, as of starting on Thursday of this week, we will have family coming into town and we will be in like full blown wedding weekend craziness today. We're just going to talk about what this podcast has been like for us, maybe some recaps, some of our favorite episodes, and just, yeah, just really talk about like how we feel like we've progressed and how we feel like the podcast has been going thus far. Yeah, for sure. I think we need to do some life updates first. Let's do it. I'd like to recommend a show that I started watching for any of you that are interested and need a new show to watch. So this one's on I guess it's just called Max now, but what used to be called HBO Max. It is called The Idol, and it is with Johnny Depp's daughter, whose name I don't know. I just know her as Johnny Depp's daughter, and none other than Abel, aka The Weeknd. So this has been The Weeknd's first. I think he actually produces the show too, but he stars in it, and it's just like a like a dark artsy view of the darker side of Hollywood is the best way I would describe it. Got a lot of really good original music from The Weeknd in it, which is a plus for anyone who loves him like I do. He's like the bad guy, but you also don't hate him all of the time. So that's interesting for someone like me who loves The Weeknd as much as I do. And yeah, it's just it's I will warn you, it can be there are some scenes for sure that can be a bit triggering. It is very dark. I compare it to something like Euphoria. If you've, you've, if you've seen that show, like it's a great show, it'll keep your attention, but there are obviously some like dark things that kind of pop up here and there. So yeah, I've just been enjoying that show and watching that in any of my free time. What about you? I just work all the time. Lies, <laughs> you're rewatching The Office right now. Yeah, in my free time, I'm, I'm rewatching The Office because, you know, why not? But more specifically, I just watched the new season of Black Mirror. I'm obsessed with that show. Just like all the quirkiness that comes along with that. I liked, I would say like 80% of the shows that they produced this time for the season. My favorite was 
The one with Aaron Paul. It was phenomenal. It was the third episode, right? Yeah, it's called Beyond the Sea. It was okay. it was so good. I, I won't spoil any of the show, but the, the sort of premise is you have, there's like a clone for these two astronauts that live on Earth and they could go like connect to them. And both of them are married and have kids and have lives. And I'll leave it at that. So like it, it gets, uh, so season six, like in general, like the whole thing is very dark in terms of just like the, just the tone of it all. It's very grim, very dark, but I also just really enjoyed the different styles of storytelling that they did throughout this season. It was really good. And then other life updates. Gosh, talking about the wedding, I like there's just so many little things that nobody ever warns you about. We probably talked th- about this on our wedding a episode, bit yeah. on the wedding episode. But you think about, okay, you hire a DJ, then you have to worry about what songs they're going to play. What specific song are they going to play at this moment in time? At what second are they playing the song in? <laughs> what songs are they not playing? There's all of that. And then there's, okay, we got to order all our signs. Where are those signs going? What are they sitting on? Like just every little thing that you don't think about, you have to think about. And that's why I am not a super detailed. No, I'm just kidding. I, I, I am say, a detailed what are person. You talking about? I'm not a detailed person when it comes to events. It's, it's just not my cup of tea. But we're going to have a great time. It'll be so much fun. And I'm excited we get to do it in five days. The only other thing that's maybe not exciting, just different that has happened. If you follow me on Instagram, you saw my story. Literally a week before the wedding. I So I have been wag walking. If you don't know what wag is, it's a dog walking app. Basically like Uber or like DoorDash, but for your dog. And I've been doing that for probably four years now. It is like what kept me financially stable when I got laid off years and years ago. So there is the possibility to make a decent amount of money if you do it pretty consistently. And I just do it for like extra income and like for fun nowadays because everyone who knows me knows that I love the doggos. I've never had any issues. And this weekend I was supposed to be sitting these two dogs that live not too far from us and there's like a place on the app where walkers can give tips to new walkers and the owners never really see these things. And it's just, hey, th- keep an eye out for this, that kind of thing, just to make the experience easier for everyone. And lots of people were like, this dog, he was a great Dane. And they were like, he snarls when you walk in. He's just being protective of the house and of like his little sister, who is the other dog. But he's all bark and no bite is what they kept saying, like those exact words, which are is just ironic to me now. I don't know if he smelt something on me or smell my dogs or I gave him some sort of ick. I don't know. But he bit me and he bit me hard, latched onto my right hand. So I took a picture of it immediately, tried to just stay as calm as possible, finished the service. So let the dogs out, go to the bathroom, all that stuff, and then tried to book it out of the house. Meanwhile, my hand was like gushing blood and I was like shaking and crying, but trying to like stay as calm as possible so I didn't spook him out anymore. But so then we had to deal with that, all of that stuff. Obviously, like my hand. So this is it's been three days since this happened. My hand is I'm getting more mobility back into my hand. The gash is still there and we're cleaning it and putting ointment on it multiple times a day. But I just I was just writing a thing and it's really hard to grip a pen. Mm -hmm. So it's been a lot dealing with that on top of it being so close to the wedding and not knowing if I'm going to be able to use my right hand at our wedding and just things like that. So it's been a lot, but 
I think I might take a little break from WAG for a little bit. Yeah, I just hate that happened because I, of course, am like a huge advocate for animals and misunderstood animals. And I don't I don't blame the dog for anything if he's never had a history of lashing out or being violent. Like I I must have just spooked him somehow. But the owners were really nice about it. Very apologetic and all of that kind of stuff. I did get compensated from WAG. I'm convinced that it's because he smelled two dogs on you. And that's what spooked him out. Maybe that in combination with like you were like the Dalmatian you said was coming towards you and wanting to greet you and stuff. And so it probably spooked him a bunch. The the moral of the story is don't do anything remotely risky before a wedding. But who would have known? You've done that for four years. Right. Like you've never just, had any issue. There's with a dog. no there's no way to ever to think that could happen. There's inherent risk with just about everything, but after doing something for so long and it never happening to you, it's man. But you can tell WAG has processes set up in place for this because they have something in the app that's called Walker injury. So it's, it's definitely a thing that happens. Thank God it didn't get worse. He didn't go back to to bite you. To make it like clear for the people that didn't see the images, basically the canine is what broke the skin, but not just break the skin, like it dug in. Thankfully, didn't it cause any nerve damage or hit any like major blood vessels or anything like that? It it was bleeding for a long time, but yeah. we, we got it under control with antibiotics and all that fun stuff and, and got it taken care of. It's just, yeah, thankfully he didn't go back because I don't know if you've ever seen dog bites before, but they rip up skin. That's part of what they do that their mouths are built for. So thank God that it wasn't worse and it just was just a misunderstood pup. I think he just, he was probably confused and yeah. missed his fam. Yeah, the whole thing was, it was sad. I came home and my boys, my dogs were like very concerned. Mm. One, because they could smell the other dogs on me, but like I was crying and just like a hot mess. So my boys were pretty overwhelmed as well. But, <laughs> oh, Booney, he's so cute. As Boone carries a bone. He's like, it's podcast time. Mean I, it means I should create as much noise as possible. Always going to the couch this time, becoming a grown up. But honestly, I don't know if God's just like, playing a joke on me or like just testing me but I have had more kind of close I don't know like run-ins this week between the dog bite and like today I went to go take my dress to get steamed and I had two people cut me off and cut me off so close to a point where if I was not paying attention we would have gotten a car accident I don't know what this game is that the world the universe is playing on me right now but I'm going to need them to stop I think so the, I can get through the wedding. <laughs> I think these things, ty- these types of things happen on a regular basis, but it's just you're so much more cognizant more of it aware, yeah. because of some big event that is about to take place. But thankfully, you're okay. Everything's yep. going to be great. We're going to stay safe <laughs> before and after the wedding and during, and we're going to have a great time. And we we'll, are going to have a great time. We'll keep you guys posted once it goes through. Yeah, I think our first episode back for season two should be just like a wedding episode where we talk all about the wedding and the honeymoon all of that fun stuff yeah it sounds great let's shift gears okay and let's do sort of a recap as they do in the office and basically any other show that's on television where they do like a a season recap episode where they go back unfortunately we don't have any visuals here so we can't like do cut scenes back to to previous episodes But I would like to talk about it. Do you want to go from like the very beginning to the end here? Sure. 
we don't have to talk about every episode, of course. But yeah. So let's group the first three where we talk about how we met and how we became a couple. This is some of the, the most interesting feedback, I think, we've gotten from our viewers People on the podcast. those episodes. Hearing about the, the getting together, hearing about just like some of our wild, goofy shenanigans, but also just like how crazy it was for us to get together yeah. and, and to find each other. Yeah, honestly, I feel like the first three episodes were some of the ones we got the most feedback on Mm -hmm. of just people like people who know me but don't know Josh being like, oh, it was it's just so cool. I get like a glimpse into your guys's life and like a glimpse into who he is and vice versa. So I think those were really fun. We definitely want to next season just do an episode where we just like tell stupid stories because we have a lot of them (laughs) yeah we need a squad episode for sure and then on to episode four which is like definitely one of the most popular episodes from our analytics because it's the episode about mental health and about cole's traumatic past and and what she's had to go through and deal with and that was not an easy episode to record like for either of us. And it was especially difficult to go back, edit the episode and hear everything over again multiple times. That was not easy, but it was well worth it because I think hopefully we helped someone. Yeah. Maybe just someone. I, I can't speak for Josh, but the amount of people that came out of the woodwork messaging, DMing, whatever me after that episode came out and just telling me their own personal stories and how mine was similar to theirs was pretty profound and showed me that there's I, I actually have a lot of people in my life that have experienced something similar or felt like that episode really touched them in a certain way. So I would say that episode is the one that I have received the most feedback about. It was definitely, I think, the hardest for me to record, but I also think it was probably my favorite. Yeah, just because it was so real, so raw. We have to shout out Health and Fitness because it was our first guest with K-Bay. Shout out K-Bay. We definitely want to have you back, K-Bay, maybe even with Travis to have, I don't know, have a group chat. We definitely want to do more like a group setting because I think it's just more entertaining. Yeah. It can definitely be more entertaining than just the two of us because there's the banter back and forth, but also just hearing more stories. It's always fun. Sorry. I, you said banter, and I can't help but think of Love Island and them saying banter, but in their weird English accents. How do they say it? Banter. That's why I don't watch that show. <laughs> to all our all of our friends over in England, I love you. But no one understands what you're saying, <laughs> like ever. She had to put the subtitles on. That's all she's saying. Oh, literally, <laughs> can't watch that show without subtitles. So. And grouping in a couple of episodes. You Don't Want Kids was one of my favorites. For sure. Because just explaining, getting it off the chest about, because I've had to explain multiple times to my dad as to like why I don't, we don't want to have kids or at least biological children. He, it's finally like come, he's come to to grips with it, had the clarity, but it's just, he had that mentality. Like I was, I pushed for in the episode or or tried to, to bring up, which was you don't want to pass along your genes. You have great you're like, you have a great mind, like you, you're athletic, all these things, and you don't want to pass that on. And I'm, I'm like, there are plenty of people out there in the world that are like that. I think whoever we might adopt in the future, if we choose to adopt, they're going to have 
their situation and we will mold and take care and love that person as if it were our own, Mm -hmm. regardless of the genes that they have. Right. It's it's not about trying to carry some thing forward for us. It's more about there's so much need in the world. What can we do to carve out just a little sliver of that and provide our own help for? And having biological children to us is not something that we're crazy about, which is what we've always advocated for. If you're not 100% in, you shouldn't do it. Mm -hmm. Like, it just shouldn't happen. So, I think that episode was probably the most therapeutic to, like, talk about Mm -hmm. with you and just, like, thinking that people were going to be listening to it. Because I think I've always just felt, especially as a woman... I've always just felt like no matter how I explain it, people are going to judge me for not wanting to have biological children and not wanting to ever get pregnant. And so I think for me, being able to like have a platform to share, you know, how I feel and why I feel that way without anyone interrupting and anyone trying to be like, you shouldn't. I feel like that was probably the most therapeutic episode for me to speak on during this season. I'm glad I didn't interrupt you. That's not what I'm talking You're about. You're talking about you have a you had a safe place to to express those feelings. Yeah, and... like with no there were no judgmental looks around me. There was not anyone being like, "But as a woman, your God-given uterus." Like, I just don't have any time for I don't have time for that. I've heard everything that people have to tell me about how it's be it's selfish to not want kids and all the things. And so be able to just speak my peace and my truth without having those It's fine. People have brought things up to me after the episode, but like in the moment to be able to speak on it without these things clouding it was just, yeah, it was a therapeutic moment for me. That makes sense. The next one I wanted to bring up, the good grief. I think that was the one where I talked about my mom, right? Yeah. So obviously that was another hard episode to record, but I think one worth sharing. I've honestly, I don't think I've shared anything on social media about my mom. And it's not because I'm scared or anything like that. It's just going through those those thoughts I've for a long time wanted to just keep private or at least just in my household like just with Cole and sometimes that breaks out into my friendships too like I've cried in front of Kane like I've cried in front of Pykel at at John and Lauren's house uh, or their their condo when they had it like there there are times when it comes up but I think for me it was therapeutic to get it out there into the open and, and to our listeners and when the time comes and I feel ready for it I probably will put something out there to say something on it. I think the next big step is the wedding. I'm going to, you know, we're going to have a a memory table, is what you call it. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to have a memory table for my mom. So folks that never got to see my mom will see my mom for the first time. And, you know, I I mentioned her in my vows to you, which I already um, said. And that's pretty much the extent of it because me and my dad and and probably my brother would just be an emotional wreck if she was brought up anymore. What's what I didn't maybe I did say it, but it bringing it up again if I already did. The one thing it's I've not really talked about to anybody is how I feel about not being able to dance with my mom at my own wedding. I think it's going to hit me in the moment as something very hard to deal with and I'm going to need my friends and my family and I know they'll be there right there with me. But like we're choosing specifically to not do anything like before I was going to dance with your mom and I was like, this is going to be too difficult as much as I love your mom. Like it just it's going to be too hard for me to do. Absolutely. So 
in order to to get past that, we're having the memory table. I'll probably have my own moment and then we'll move on with the evening. It'll be a lot easier because I think after those dances, like we go right into dinner and then like the the guys and gals will say their words that they're going to say and then we move into dancing for the night. It was hard to find, I think, a balance Mm -hmm. between like paying honor and tribute to your mom but not making it such a focal point where yeah you and your dad are like an absolute mess the entire wedding so yes yeah it's been a challenge but i think we have found a happy medium i totally agree this is another controversial one we love the controversy do we drink too much (laughs) <laughs> oh my god, I honestly forgot about that episode. Yeah, that was a that was an interesting one to talk talk about. We got a little bit of feedback from it. Yeah. I think the biggest thing for us is we wanted to just put it out there in the open for maybe anybody that thinks that of us or is worried about us. We have active conversations about our drinking and our eating habits and our like health together as I think all couples should. We so like right now, specifically this day, we're fasting, not because we need to lose weight for the wedding. That's not a part of that. We're fasting because we want to be in control of our bodies. And when our body is hungry, we say, no, we're in control. And we're trying to to cleanse ourselves off and go into the wedding feeling good, not bloated and all that fun stuff. Yeah. This is not a let's talk about fasting episode, but we probably could. Anyway, let's let's move over to the next one. I think I talked about escaping boredom. This just for a, a short snippet here. Yeah. I and that kind of goes along with the dis- discipline one. So I found myself checking my phone a lot because like when I was bored, I didn't have anything to do. Whenever I'm consciously aware of my social media consumption, I'm OK with it. But when I move to this space of I roll out of bed, I hit my phone, I start scrolling for no reason whatsoever, that's when it becomes a problem in my own head. How do you feel about it? Yeah, I I agree. I think that there are moments where we all just get sucked into the black hole that is social media. Another plug here, I guess, goes with this. I I recently watched a docuseries on Hulu that was about, I think it's called The Age of Influence. And it was basically about the power of social media and like these quote unquote influencers who they highlight five or six that essentially start committing crimes. But like they would have never been given the opportunities to commit these crimes and scam these people and manipulate society, basically, if there was not this platform that is social media and the value that po- people put on it. And so I think that once I once, once I watched that docuseries, I think I have paid a bit more attention to my relationship with my phone and my social and my social media accounts. Because yeah, it's just, well, unless it's brought to your attention and shoved in your face, I feel like it's just one of those things that we just do so naturally. And I think that's a good episode to remind all of us to take a step back and reevaluate that relationship. Agreed. I'm trying to still say less yes because... Amanda judges me for it. Shout out to you, Amanda. Can't wait wow. to see you at the wedding. <laughs> Actually, before the wedding. Let's talk about just a couple more that let's bundle together the value of struggle and the mess of stress. Those, those were really fun episodes for me to talk through and to record. I think you enjoyed it as well. Yeah. So the gist of it, in case you didn't see the or hear the episode, the value of struggle is it's just basically talking about there is 
opportunity and there is i'm not saying and not pushing no religion whatsoever there's no i'm not saying there's reason behind struggle i'm saying there can be purpose taken out of it and it can can be a driving uh force in your life in order to go towards your north star and i think that's just another thing to point out from that episode is my life holistically is better when i have a north star and a goal to point to and if i struggle in that goal, then I'm, I know it's worth it. And I know I'm like working towards something. I know stress can be and struggle can be like debilitating, like it can halt you completely. And I'm not trying to tear down or devalue any struggle that somebody's dealt with. There are much harder things that people have had to deal with in their lives that I haven't had to go through. But what I'm saying is, I think you have to self-reflect. You need to meditate, to, to use the stereotypical word, to definitely go in and reflect for yourself or go to therapy and talk through really difficult struggles. But I think the ultimate point is there's another side of struggle. And I've, I see what it looks like in you, this other side of really tough struggles. And you are phenomenally, incalculably a better person because of the struggle that you have overcome. Wow. Wow. That was, I don't know what half of those words meant that you just said there at the end, but Sorry. they sounded great. I don't know if they're real or not. Mama Ditto's going to have to double check In me on that one. Incalculable? Is that what you said? Incalculable. So it's basically... Are you Googling it right now? Yeah. So oh uh, too great to be calculated or estimated. Yeah, I don't think i've ever used that word or heard that word before but it sounded great thanks i think an episode that you skipped over that we make sure we want to highlight is the job conversation oh yeah i did skip that one whoops so if anyone this is an episode we talked about the both of us tra like transitioning in and out of jobs there are like different times in our relationship where one of us did not have an income or whatever the case may be and just how we maneuvered that as individuals and as a couple so that's an episode that definitely wanted to highlight yeah. Oh, for sure. The big thing, it like that kind of feeds into the value of struggle for sure. and, and overcoming that and, and being stressed out. Like the, your job was the definition of stress when you had it. And when we worked as a couple to be able to get you to move on from that, like overcoming that, you're in such a better place now. But I think a highlight of that episode is, again, reflecting of where you are. What action can you take now? When it comes to a job, it's difficult for people to move because people are relying on their income, of course. Yeah. But if that's the case and you're stuck, then the the takeaway from that episode is, okay, what's our plan? What can I do in the next six months? What can I do in the next year to put myself into a better spot? Yeah, absolutely. And then the final episode up to this point is the church. I think this is the only episode of the entire season that my sister actually listened to. So yeah. it had to have been good. But yeah, this episode was exactly what it sounds like it was about. It was the church and what our relationship has looked like in the with the church and just what we what we've seen um, throughout our years and throughout society of just the role that organized religion plays, the pros and the cons. And so that's another good episode. Another controversial episode, I would say, an episode that I think that there may be some opinions that you guys don't agree on, and that's totally fine. We love listening to people when they DM us or they let us know that like they may not necessarily agree with something that we say on the podcast. So that was another good episode. I think that was honestly one, uh, 
one of, if not the episode, I was most nervous about recording. About going out and everything. Because church yeah. is just so, it's such a taboo subject. Yeah, it's it's a polarizing topic yeah. for sure. But yeah, it, the whole point of this is we want to be, we want to have open and honest conversations with y'all. And if you disagree with us, that is totally okay. That is perfectly fine. We're just sharing our opinion and, and our story and what we've dealt with there. And if you have a different story, let us know. Happy to chat. Yeah, absolutely. So I hope you guys found this episode helpful because obviously we didn't talk about each individual, all 19 episodes that we've recorded thus far. But I think we've highlighted probably the most listened to or the ones that we feel like have impacted people the most. Mm -hmm. So if you have been wanting to listen to our podcast and just didn't know where to start, maybe I think we'll probably put on social media that this is a good episode to listen to because we're just basically recapping what we've already talked about and pointing you in the direction of where you can go. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so come back and tune in for next week's episode about celebrating Pride Month. And then we will be coming at you with all of the life updates after yeah. the wedding, after the honeymoon, all the things. I think... I've said this multiple times at this point, we need to be better about social media so people know we exist. I think that would capture maybe your attention a bit more. But well, we apologize. Somebody we is let... too afraid to let their face be shown on camera. I know. I need to do better. So. I do have a little thing to close with. So we're coming up on the 20th episode and I don't have the exact numbers, but I was listening to a podcast and heard someone talking about just just starting, just do something, do it consistently, whether that's fitness, whether that's some goal that you have, whatever. We started this podcast and yeah, we can say all the cliches. We're a couple. We want to have hard conversations like that. That is true. I think the biggest thing out of this is this has provided us an opportunity, an avenue for us to have open dialogue with each other. And while we probably have talked about a lot of the things before the podcast, rehashing things and, and diving in and exploring how each other think and how they've viewed the past has been really fun to mm -hmm. do as a couple. For sure. Yeah. So the stat that I might not get completely accurate, but you get the gist, the general idea here is so 90% of all podcasts don't make it to episode 20. Like, 90%. And then of that, there's 1% that go on past it. So I I, th I think that's roughly it. There is all the more incentive when I hear something like that to continue on. We don't have to have sponsorships. We don't have to have a million people listening. We enjoy the, the back and forth that we get from our, our few viewers. And we get to get to enjoy this as a couple. That's why I do it. Yeah. I I think when we originally cooked up this idea to do a podcast, I don't, if I'm being completely honest, I don't think I envisioned it going to 20 episodes, let alone more than that. I've just been really, I want to keep pushing and I feel motivated by doing this because of what it's done for our relationship and our communication. But I think too, the the back and forth that I've gotten with listeners, people that are some of my closest friends, some are people that I barely know, and they're still every week tuning in. And it, that's just like wild to me that they're that invested. And so it's as, oh my God, I can't believe I'm about to say this. 
as cliche as this sounds, I'm doing this for you guys. And I like when you guys interact with me and talk to me about what you think and which episode's your favorite and which episode's your least favorite and whatever. And please wipe that smirk off your face. I'm just thinking of like a stereotypical influencer. Of oh, like, I know. I'm doing this for you. And then please use my store code. I'm not selling anything <laughs> like influencers. That's, so there you go. That's immediately where my mind went. Okay. So I think the very last thing we should do right before we sign off here is both of us, we, talk, we say which episode was our favorite mm. and which episode, if we had the chance, we would not record again. Ooh. Spicy. I'll go first. Okay. My favorite episode was probably the mental health episode, which is episode four. I don't really need to get into why it's my favorite. I just, it's, it was the one that challenged me the most. And so I think that was why it was my favorite. My least favorite, and if I could go back and maybe not record it, would probably be the do we drink too much episode really yes and i will tell you why i actually really like that episode and i think that obviously we can't go back and erase it or anything like that so yes we can but you know (laughs) what i mean i think that i just after recording that episode and getting some feedback i realized that i recorded that episode as like a defense mechanism for Mm. everything like that makes sense i recorded that episode so maybe i just would take back my intentions of wanting to record that episode because now that i look back on it i don't really give a shit what anyone thinks and if people think i drink too much i don't give a shit but i felt like i immediately had to defend our lifestyle and what we do and so i think i would just take back my intentions of wanting to record because i don't really need to defend myself that makes sense So my favorite episode is probably, it's got to be like one of the first episodes, Kissing in Kitchens. Honestly, the second episode was one of my favorites because it like just starts to like peel back like, why is Cole like, why does Cole like Gouda? Yeah, that, that was really fun. The Good Grief was great because I got to talk through with my mom. Mm -mm. You're supposed to pick one. Okay, I'm going to pick the intriguing attraction one. Okay. And then I don't want to remove this. I want to redo it. Okay. The health and fitness with K-Bay. Okay. While it was a good episode, in my opinion, I think now having like done this for almost 20 times is we would have better questions and know how to approach the conversation a lot better. So hopefully that means when it comes time for our 20th episode with the Pride episode with Parker, hopefully it's 10 times, 20 times better than what it was with K-Bay. KB, I love you. You were a great guest, but we could have been better hosts. But I agree. And know. we were just, that was like, what, our fifth episode? It so was. I think we were still very new. We're getting used to it. So we probably should have waited to have a guest until later on in the season. But yeah. yeah. You live and learn. That's yeah. why we're doing this. All right, y'all. Well, thank you for joining us for the recap. It's been fun to go through this and think about all the time spent and like where we started to where we are now. It's wild, actually. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Almost at a thousand listens, so it's crazy. All right, y'all. Well, have a fantastic week. We're going to pre-record the episode for next week, so it'll come out the regularly scheduled time on Wednesday morning. But if you still hear us talk about before wedding things, I doubt we will. But if it seems weird that we're talking like in the past, it's because we recorded it before the wedding. All right, y'all. Have a great week. We will talk to you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.